Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A lot of reaction in the last few days to um, the news and the budget that there's going to be the public IVF services and also the expansion of free contraception to women aged 16 to 30. And the health minister is uh, planning to extend that free contraception to 16-year-old girls, even though at the moment the current age of consent is 17. And the change isn't due to come into effect, though, until September of next year. But there's now questions being asked as to whether the legal uh, the legal age for accessing free contraception um, whether that with that being lowered should we also look at lowering the age of consent and I'd like to hear listener reaction to this today 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch Emer is on the line Emer's from the um, Irish Second Level Students Union well Emer, what's your view on this? Um, well, I think uh, definitely it would be something to discuss and um, particularly now that since we're discussing lowering the voting age to 16 um, it's quite a common practice across Europe, um, the UK, Australia, Canada. Um, so it's not an unknown thing. It's definitely something other countries have been doing. Um, and I think it would really encourage, um, I suppose, a revival of the RSE curriculum as well, because you would have to teach um, young people at a younger age about consent and about sex education and things like that as well. Um, the conversation, I suppose, in the first instance to extend, extend the free contraception to 16-year-old girls... Is it time we look then at lowering the age of consent that currently stands at 17? Absolutely, because I think at the end of the day, young people age 16 are having sex and we want to ensure that they're doing that in a safe way. And for that to happen, we need to be having these conversations. Um, And I think we probably should be looking at the age of consent um, because currently at the moment in Irish schools, you know, these conversations aren't had until, um, say, fifth or sixth year. Um, but we should be having them earlier and earlier to ensure that because um, young people are having sex so young that they should be educated on that regardless. Well, it does seem sort of bizarre that we'd look at allowing, you know, 16-year-old girls access to free contraception. Um, it's it's not something that's been brought in in terms of, you know, controlling issues around um, periods or, or, or to do with, you know, often you, you hear of people in their early teens that are prescribed the pill maybe to deal with acne. But this is this is in relation to um, uh, controlling con- uh, controlling childbirth. But it would seem interesting that we would lower it to 16 and yet then the actual legal age of consent would be the year older at 17. Absolutely. And look, at the end of the day, it is a fantastic preventative measure. Um, when you look at like teen pregnancies and things like that, um, you know, educating young people on consent is such an important thing. And by lowering the age of consent, you're allowing that to happen as well. Dr. Catherine O'Sullivan is from the School of Law at UCC and Catherine's on the line as well. Um, do you think, Catherine, the age should be lowered? Yes, um, for very many reasons, some of which have been highlighted by Emer very well there. Um, because the, we know that young people are engaging in various sexual activities uh, under the age of consent uh, and that accommodating or teaching uh, in light of that reality of that practice is really important as a, to protect young people from abusive behaviour because we know that um, sexually abusive behaviour occurs not just between uh, young people and adults but also between young people themselves. So we, we really need to kind of prioritise the teaching of consent more generally, I think it's it's worth noting that although from the various studies that have been undertaken, we know that 
the vast majority of young people do wait until the age of consent or older to have uh, sexual intercourse. Um, there is still a sizable proportion, maybe between 20-25% of young people who are engaging in sexual intercourse okay. under the age of consent. Uh, and also, uh, but it's worth noting that the age of consent too is much broader than just about sexual intercourse. Mm. Um, I think your listeners will be very surprised to, to realise the extent of things to which young people are not allowed to consent until the age of 17. And it does raise interesting questions around why are we over-criminalising um, sexual experimentation by young people uh, when it is not being um, being conducted in an abusive or exploitative manner. Um, so I, I think we do need to have a much broader conversation around the age of consent. Is there a lack of acknowledgement in society, though, in 2022, that 16, that, that as you say, 25% is it of 16-year-olds of are sexually active? I, I think that there... There, there, there is a, an awareness of it, but I think uh, a, a lack of willingness to deal with the implications of that awareness. Um, so I, I think uh, it's we, we're in this weird position where we accept that young people are potentially engaging in various forms of sexual activity that are illegal, um, but we are unwilling to put in place uh, educational initiatives to help them negotiate those um, those 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 new areas of, mm. of, 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 of sexual um, experience uh, safely. Um, and I, I also think that um, it's worth noting that we're placing doctors in an invidious position too, because if the age of consent is uh, 17 um, and they are prescribing contraception for sexual purposes at 16, are they potentially liable criminally for aiding and abetting the commission of a criminal offence? Do you, Emer, from t- from talking to students, as I mentioned, you're you're a representative, you're part of the the Irish Second Level Students Union. I mean, from speaking to, I suppose, more so pupils rather than than parents. But do you feel there's that awareness um, that you know that, as Catherine mentioned, about twenty five percent of sixteen year olds are are in you know engaging sexually. I think students are definitely aware of it, and they're definitely aware of the lack of education around it as well. Um, it's a constant conversation that we're hearing is, you know, young people are having sex, but we're not being educated on sex. Um, and, you know, I think it's definitely a conversation amongst young people. I'm not too entirely sure about their parents, but and there is definitely awareness around that. Um, and it's definitely an ongoing conversation in many second level schools okay. in the country. OK. Stay with us, Emer and Catherine, if you don't mind. Um, I have another caller. Uh, Neil is on the line as well. Uh, Neil, thanks for, for getting in touch because I asked people at the start of the show, I mean, what's your view on this? You know, do, do you think the age of consent should be reduced to 16? Well, what's your view, Neil? How are you doing? Uh, look, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because without a, an updated education syllabus on the entire sexual education operation, um, you're, you're, you're giving people uh, more freedom without arming them with knowledge. Uh, I think there's a massive issue, massive hole in the education system when it comes to sex education. And look, at the age of 16, if we're being, if we're being honest, we didn't know anything at the age of 16. I'm not too sure lowering the age of consent without arming people with knowledge is a great idea. Because the RSE programme, the Religious and Sex Education programme, I mean, there's lots of discussion about that on a regular basis about, you know, the fact that it's been updated and what it's going to include and what will be taught in school. And I think we were only talking about it here, I'd say, literally two weeks ago. But that is a fair point, Catherine. You know, before we go maybe moving or reducing or lowering the age of consent, the two of those have to kind of marry together. 
Um, I, I, I would agree. And I think um, given that the uh, age uh, is, isn't this um, increased funding isn't going to be launched until next year, I think we do have time to uh, start revising our programs um, and there's an, a huge amount of work being done in this in this in this area um, for example we have the bystander intervention program which started off in UCC um, there is also the um, active consent program which started off in NUIG and both of these programs are now being rolled out uh, in secondary schools as a way of having these conversations around consent and uh, and sexual activity um, so I, I think that there's a lot of really great work that we can draw on uh, to, to, to ease this transition into a lowering of the age of consent. It's mm. not an insurmountable problem. We've been talking about this for a long time. I think now is the time for action. Yeah, we're talk- we must be talking about um, consent and teaching consent in school and, and college and classes. We have to be talking about it at least, I'd say, for about three years nearly at, uh, at this stage. If we're talking about these changes around extending the free contraception to 16-year-olds not coming into effect until September of next year, then there's plenty of time, as you to try and get that syllabus in place. But in principle, though, Neil, if it's a case that teachings around consent um, and a much broader and wider curriculum around that area will be in place in schools, then is it something you you think is a good idea? Well, there's a lot of stuff intertwined with this. There's consent, there's there's all different types of genders now. There's all sorts of stuff. So it's not just this one thing. It's, It's bigger than... Uh, you know, the speakers are making it sound. And I, I think the, the amount of work that's been done is great, that's applauded, but life in 2022 is very, very different to when we were growing up. And the, the gap there uh, is going to take longer than a year to, to build a syllabus, to build an introduction into life if you're going to bring the age of consent down without giving the full picture. You know, just look at genders, for example. All that's got to be included. Uh, in this consent discussion. So, like, it's not an easy fix. It's a very long-term fix. If you're kind of saying it's a 10-year plan, that probably makes a bit more sense based on the amount of work that needs to be done to introduce this Do, to, do you agree with children. that, Catherine? It'll take that... Um. No, I don't think it will take that long because, as I say, there there, there has been uh, an ongoing consultation uh, about reforming the the various um, sexuality and um, RSE programs um, on offer. So I I don't think it, it is as uh, as difficult as as Neil as Neil thinks. I think he's right though that it's a much broader. Um, it, it, it involves a, a wide range of issues that need to be mm. discussed. Um, so, but, but I think that there, there, there's a lot of really good work, as I say, currently being done, conducted uh, in, 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 in se- at third level, at second level, um, and we can draw from those findings and also from the findings and, and the, the, the templates that have been developed in other jurisdictions. Okay. So it, it, we're, we're, not, we're not inventing the wheel here. We can really draw on, um, on, on what others okay. have done and, lear- and learn from their successes and failures. The, Emer, just finally, uh, when this was announced during the budget on Tuesday, what was the, um, the, the, bro- the reaction, I suppose, from the, the student body? I mean, I think it's fantastic. Um, at the end of the day, um, this was called for by many organisations, such as the National Women's Council, and young people need access to contraceptives, um, regardless of the age of consent, because like you said, it, it helps with a whole lot of other things as well, such as acne and, and things like that. And um, young people are having sex at 16, so this is a fantastic preventative measure. Um, and I think it's definitely welcomed by young people. Okay. Emer from the Irish Second Level Students Union, Dr. Catherine O'Sullivan at the School of Law at UCC. Neil as well, thanks for getting in touch with us on the programme today. At lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to contact the programme. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.